Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! Today on the Power Hour, Extra Episode 35, Ranger Life, I'm Married to a Power Rangers Superfan. Record on January 8th, 2017. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. And I'm Teresa, also known as g 17 This extra episode is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more about supporting Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey. Hey. How's it going? Not much. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. Are you kidding me? We live together. <laughs> <laughs> like two seconds ago. <laughs> yes. So this is a special extra episode before we've done another Ranger Life where we had Zach's best friend, Steve, on, where he was talking about being like a Power Rangers newbie. And so now we're doing kind of a different segment where Teresa is my wife, and I wanted to ask her how it is to be married to a Power Rangers super fan like myself. So that's the main topic of discussion tonight. Which actually my idea was on that Zach's friend. <laughs> Yeah, this this was this is Teresa's idea. So if it goes wrong, blame her. Oh, oh <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. Shoot, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so first, <laughs> I just have some news. First off, our friends at Toku Nation are celebrating their sixth year anniversary. Happy anniversary! Woo! Happy anniversary to Chris and Jordan and Reggie and Tom and everyone else who works at Toku Nation. They've been going at it for six years and they have over 500 toy galleries right now. So they do at least a hundred a year and they give away some very good prizes. I think their Toku toy box is still going on. So definitely check them out. Great source for news and forum discussion and all of that stuff. So big shout out to uh, Chris and company. So next up is a update about the Toys R Us bankruptcy going on. They are going to put some stores up on the chopping block early this year as the company aims to reorganize its operations during their bankruptcy following the holiday shopping season. So in court filings, they have already hired a firm that specializes in evaluating stores for liquidation. Analysts at the investment bank UBS estimated on December 19th that 183 Toys R Us stores, or 21% of the company's U.S. locations could be closed this year. Oh, 
I hope the Gurney one is not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> or the Vernon Hills one, because that's the closest ones for us right now. Yeah, so we've got a couple close ones here. We're actually really fortunate in Illinois, at least where we're at, because within a 50-mile radius, there's a lot of Toys R Us stores, at least for us here in Chicago. If a few of them go away, then... I think it might be better for the rest of them in the area because just in my experience with Toys R Us in my area, it seems that stores to the south of us get a lot more newer product, whereas the closer ones that I go to really don't get a lot of the newer stuff on time. So yeah, if they closed a fourth of the stores around here, I wouldn't be sad about it. It just means that maybe there'd be some better distribution to the stores that I go to. Unless they close the ones that I go to, and then... And then you'll be sad about it. (laughs) Yeah, then that'll be a problem. So what do you think about this? Is it because they're closing? Because kids now are into, like, digital stuff? Or just because they have a lot of inventory that they're not selling into? It's a little bit of both because you're right. As kids in the digital age progress, Mm. there are less kids that are buying toys nowadays, at least physical toys. That's why there's a lot of toys with an interactive element Mm. for apps and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're starting to see more innovations in that area. Another thing is that Toys R Us the reason that they're going into bankruptcy is because they owe a lot of the toy manufacturers a lot of money. So they'll say, okay, we're going to order this much product from you guys, Mm -hmm. but can you fund us the inventory? And so they owe a lot of money to the toy companies. So like Mattel, Hasbro. So a lot of those companies are actually losing out a bit. Because Toys R Us owes them all this money and it makes it harder for these toy sellers and manufacturers to make their money. So they have to either go online or go to other retailers like Walmart, Target. Is it because those competitive companies like Walmart and Target are more cheaper and then there's like Amazon who you go to when you're at Walmart or those three or... Toys R Us, and you go to the Amazon app, and you're like, okay, how much is this toy at Amazon? And it's cheaper than you know the actual even store. even the stores, yeah. yeah. And and that's that's another problem that just big box retailers are facing. It's because mm-hmm. players like Amazon, but with Target and Walmart, at least on the toy side of things. Mm-hmm. They're actually paying their debts because they're huge retailers. There's targets and Walmarts everywhere. And Toys R Us is more specialized. And another problem with Toys R Us and why they may be failing, and we talked about this on the show before, it's because they haven't really been inventive in the last 15 years Mm -hmm. to incorporate a more interactive element at their stores to bring Mm. kids in. Mm. Toys R Us isn't really a destination like it used to be 15 or 20 years ago where kids would be like, oh, yeah, I want to go to Toys R Us and get the toy. Now parents have all those different options like Amazon and Walmart Walmart and Target. And, you know, fortunately, we live in a pretty densely populated suburban area where – 
you have all three in right next area. to each other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Either they're all on one main street or they're in the same geographical area. Yeah. So for us, we're just, we're very lucky, but at the same time, it makes those stores harder to sell, at least those Toys R Us stores hard to sell. And I've complained about this on Twitter, that the reason I can't find a lot of the new stuff is because the older stuff just isn't moving. Mm -hmm. It's not like some of my friends out in California or even on the East Coast where the product seems to move a lot more quickly because there might be only a few targets, at least on the East Coast side of things, there's mm -hmm. less Toys R Us's. But on the West Coast in California, they're always the first ones to get that stuff. Plus, their population is a lot denser. So you have more people going right. to these Toys R Uses and moving product quicker. And the problem I've seen within the last four to five years at my Toys R Us in the Midwest, it's just the distribution is terrible. Mm -hmm. You'll have a Toys R Us 20 miles south of us get the newest stuff, whereas... I won't see that same stuff in my local Toys R Us's until one, two, three months, four months down the line. Right. So for a collector like me, it's hard because I've got the convenience of being really close to two Toys R Us's. Mm -hmm. But if they never stock what I'm looking for and it's just the same crap that never moves, mm -hmm. then I'm out of luck because they're never going to restock if they can't move what they already have. Right. And I always see people go to Toys R Us. A ton of people is when November starts. Yeah, it's... Like there's, Black Friday. There's no doubt that the holiday season is one of their biggest times of the right. year. And that's why they waited before they started liquidating stores and closing stores. Because they waited till after the holiday season. Yeah. So I'm trying to see the positive in it. Hopefully it means that maybe if there's less stores, at least in some of the more densely packed areas, I can definitely see them closing three or four Chicago area Toys R Uses to spread them out a little bit. Mm. And I don't know if that'll hurt them in the long run, but I think it might be good because it'll even out distribution here. I might be able to see more of the newer stuff that I'm looking for in a more timely manner if there's less stores. Are they really closing out out or just yeah. lessening No, stores? they're closing like almost 200 stores. Like Sports Authority wise? Yeah, like how Sports Authority closed down. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So the things that they're going to be looking for is they're going to be looking at the most profitable stores. If the most profitable stores are in these areas then those are the ones they're keeping. The underperforming stores or the stores that maybe have a higher rent yeah. than you know what they're bringing in, those are going to be the first to go. Yeah. And it's hard because I know we're comparing them to Walmart and Target. It's just that it's so convenient when you're in Target or in Walmart. You're already like, oh, let's do grocery and you have your kid. Oh, let's go to toys section. It's so convenient. It's like I know... Toys R Us and Babies R Us are just like specific specific ones like Home Depot just for home, you know? Right. There's no It's a it's a specialty it's store. It's a specialty store. But if you're like me or someone out there who's lazy and just you know what? Let's just go to Walmart and everything is there. Or Target, right. everything or Meyer. is there. Or Meyer, it's everything there. And still you can see the brands, but it's not right. a lot of choices to choose from but at least you're already there 
Or if you're at home and you're like, I just want to go to Amazon and see how much it is. Right. And if you compared it and it's mm-hmm. cheaper on Amazon. Oh, and you have an Amazon Prime, you only have two days. Right. Well. And that's the thing, at least from a Power Rangers perspective, it was weird for me because this was the first year where I got newer figures at a Meyer <laughs> or found one at Big Lots. Yeah. And it's weird, and that's my whole problem with the last five years. Toys R Us distribution is just really bad right now. Specifically for Power Rangers, I think Bandai's distribution is a little off, too. So we'll see. We'll see what stores are closing, and we'll definitely keep you guys updated at Toys R Us because Power Rangers has a lot of exclusives through Toys R Us. And, you know, if Toys R Us closes or their relationship is weaker, will we even see those kinds of exclusives anymore? Will they just go to other stores? We're seeing a little bit of that right now. Speaking of toys, there are legacy toys out now. These were the ones previewed at New York Comic Con. The legacy Mighty Morphin one-fourth scale helmets have been found at GameStop. And tonight I also saw that someone got them at Target. Target's going through a refresh as of yesterday. That's where they're being found. Also found at Target are the Legacy Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the Zords. These are the bigger individual Zords. I don't like them. I don't like any of these, actually, so it's saving me some money. Legacy Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Fliphead figures have also been found at Target, with the latest being the Pink Ranger being released in that new case. Those were also found at GameStop, and you can also order them through Entertainment Earth. And then, finally, the complete season of Power Rangers RPM is coming to DVD on March 27th, 2018. This will mark Shout Factory's final release of the complete Power Rangers seasons on DVD, Those are the ones that they had licensed up until Samurai and Samurai On are part of the Lionsgate deal. So Lionsgate will continue to distribute those future releases, but Shout Factory did a really good job of keeping these season sets going after they came out with the big helmet set. So I really appreciate that for just fans of the show and fans of individual seasons who maybe couldn't afford the mega sets or the big helmet that came out uh, for the 20th anniversary, which is crazy that that was like five years ago now. (laughs) So Power Rangers RPM first aired in 2009, and the DVD will contain 32 episodes in total, and you can pre-order this at Shout Factory's website. It'll also be available on Amazon and your local retailer. Cool stuff. Yeah, very cool stuff. So, we're here to talk about you being married (laughs) to me (laughs) as a Power Rangers collector and a super fan. Super uber fan. I've had you on the show a couple times. We did that when we did the big get-together with Chris and Zach's. And you've also been on the show to review Dino Supercharge right. a couple times. And now you're on here. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
But for people who don't know or maybe didn't listen to those episodes, I just wanted to ask you mm-hmm. so people can get to know you a little better. Because, mm-hmm. first of all, you were born in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Born and raised. And in the Philippines, there was a lot of the Common Rider and Tokusatsu shows right. over there. Mm-hmm. You guys also got Power Rangers, right? Yeah, through Cartoon Network. So you were able to see Mighty Morphin when it aired mm-hmm. long ago. Yeah. I might be wrong, but I think probably it's not the American um, version of the Power Rangers. I think it's the Sendai one. Right. But marketed as Power Rangers? I could be wrong, though. So they kind of dubbed the Sentai into the Tagalog version of it. I think it's the Sentai version. It's not the American version. Right. Well, did you watch any of those shows growing up? I did, but like I said to you before, I did watch them, but I'm not into like every season. Sure. Because every show, it's more of like bits of this show, like episode one, like full on watched. Or episode three, episode four, is just because, like I said to you before, my parents were like, study first, study, study, study. I get to watch Cartoon Network, any show, (laughs) after coming from school, Mm -hmm. eating my dinner, and then while eating my dinner, I'm watching Cartoon Network. Even my late uncles, he would ask me, why are you watching these? Or I'm like, sixth grade, or like, almost high school, actually. Fast forward, like, I'm still watching a cartoon work. <laughs> you know? Well, because I don't get to watch a show, like, full-on season one, I watch it. But it's a different way, though. If it's anime, I will watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a different story, but I did watch... Right, but, but, but it was more like bits and pieces yes. when you could watch it. Yeah. Just because it would be inconsistent. You'd get right. home from school, you'd have to yeah. study. Yeah. So you'd watch it when you could. Yeah, and it's there's no DVR recording or there's no internet before. Right. So... When you already watched the episode one, and then the next week, or I don't know. Or you're on episode five, and yeah, you're like, and I, I don't like, know what happened. Yes, so there's no to go to rewatch right. an episode. So it's like, for me, I want to watch a show if I really watch the episode one and continuously watch it. Mm-hmm. Because if I like episode one and then jump to episode 10, I don't know what happened. So I'm like, oh, so I had to wait for, because they do a rerun. Right. So usually they rerun it after a year or after two years. They'll have right. to wait for that. So that's, that's what happened. But there are a lot of Sentai. Like, a oh, lot. Yeah. yeah, there yeah. is. And now there's also a lot of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. So do you remember your first exposure to American Power Rangers? Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> or was that basically through me? Mm, I did watch the American version, but... It's going to be embarrassing, but the, I thought when I saw that, I was like, why are they copying the <laughs> Asian <laughs> version of it? I'm like, is the Asian version is the copycat or is it the American? So I was like, I don't know, let's just watch it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I did kind of thought about that. I'm so sorry. I thought it was an embarrassing thinking right now, but I did watch the American version of it. Because when you show it to me when I met you, you, I was like, oh, I know this. Yeah. Right. 
But that's the thing. Like, after when we were dating and all that mm-hmm. stuff, you learn the actual history about it through right. me. Right. And then you learn that we copied it from mm-hmm. Japan yeah, to make our own version. Yeah, because there's one. It's not the Sentai Power Rangers, but I think prior to that, there's like red one or blue something there's no that's Roku. that's sentai that's sentai that's still a sentai like yeah. power ranger sentai well or? no it was a sentai that was before that was not adapted to power rangers okay because i remembered my elder sister akazang and Vicky. they were saying that oh i'm pink five and then akazang would say oh i'm yellow four Yep. They were watching a Sentai. They were watching when they were... Yeah, that's an older Sentai. Yeah. Yeah. So it instilled to me. Because Mm -hmm. my sisters were like, Oh, I'm Pink Five! And then they'll do the form and whatever, like, pose of that Pink Five. That's so cool. And then my elder sister at design, she was like, Oh, I'm Yellow Four! And I was like, I want to be someone! (laughs) (laughs) They were watching the older ones. The older Sentai. Yeah, yeah. so I kind of like... That's why it instilled to me, oh, they're just copying it. <laughs> right. You know, but I know now. That it originated yeah. in Japan. Philippines gets the... The good stuff. The, the, <laughs> they get Sentai, but it's dubbed. Yes. Uh, in the local language. Right. And for America and most of the rest of the world, we just adapt yeah. it as Power Rangers. And then when I was, I think, in high school or almost to my college years... Mm-hmm. Again, I was eating <laughs> at the dinner table, and then I was watching Cartoon Network, and then I think it's the Samurai. I forget if it was Samurai or something else. If you were in high school, it was was it like a Samurai-type show? Because it might have been Ninja Storm. I think Ninja Storm. With like, the silver sleeves? Yes. And yeah, it was Ninja it's Storm. That, it's that on, like, there's Japan. a space, like... Ninja? I don't know, but it's kind of like ninja. Space ninjas, yeah. 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 So, that is when, I, oh, they're still doing this. And then I think the Green Ranger is an Asian. Yes, that was Ninja Storm. Yeah. That was the Green Samurai Ranger. Mm-hmm. And he was their mentor, or their, like, technical expert guy. Right. And he had the big, thick glasses. Exactly. Yeah, so, so that, like, was, that was Ninja Storm. Yeah, yeah. so I was like... Oh, they're still doing this. Yeah, I was about to entering my nursing proper right. nursing school. College, yeah. So I was like, Oh my gosh, they're still doing this. So I wa I watched that episode. And after that it didn't go through me because I was so busy. So right, right. but that time I know it's Power Rangers because it's in Cardinal Network. So yeah. <laughs> And I'm much older. <laughs> <laughs> so what are other fandoms that you consider yourself to be a part of just so people understand how mm-hmm. nerdy you are oh i'm so fan of anime mm-hmm. like omg <laughs> it's true you watch a lot of anime yes okay going back to the philippines <laughs> mm-hmm. i think my first anime was yu yo hockey show yep or the ghost fighters mm-hmm. in english title that is my Power Rangers. <laughs> sure, it was the first one that got you hooked. Yes, and then after that, uh, Card Cop was Card Captor Sakura, yep. and then there's one I forgot the name, but it's like the Red Riding Hood, uh, Akazuki and Chacha. Do you know? I have that? no idea no. what that is. Okay. So those are my three anime that got you started. In yes. Life. 
when I remembered, I have to secretly collect these cards. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a playing cards. Like in the Philippines, it's like called text. It is the graphics of the Yuyo Hakusho. Yeah. And I have to ask my best friend back then. So my best friend, I was telling him, oh, I have like extra money. Can you buy me <laughs> <laughs> this playing cards? And a ton of cards, like probably like this basket, like a oh, box wow. of it. And I have to secretly <laughs> hide it from my mom because they don't like that. Because like I said, they're very strict on education, my parents. Right. So my first fandom mm-hmm. is anime. It's still now. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my sister always asks me, you're already a grown up person. Why you have to still watch an anime? I'm like, because they're good, you know? So yeah. This is my love of it. I grew up to it and I love anime. And when I came here, I thought America doesn't entertain mm-hmm. anime because when it gets to a point that I get embarrassed, like, oh, what are you watching? An anime. And then people were like, an anime, you know? So, mm-hmm. so now that I could see that there's a transition of Anime is not just for kids anymore. Right. Anime is going through adults. They're creating stuff that is fun for adults. They're creating Attack on Titans, like creepy as hell (laughs) (laughs) for adults and for young ones. Um, I'm into crafting right now. Scrapbooking. Scrapbooking. Paper crafting. Yes. I'm trying to do watercolor, but I may not be because I'm not good at it. <laughs> you just, it takes practice. Yes. Oh, I'm nerding to medical stuff. Oh, and books. Harley Quinn. Yes, Harley Quinn. Diva. Diva. Overwatch. You're starting to get into gaming. Too. Yes. And I actually love books. I collect books. Mm-hmm. So, what was your first impression of my collection? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I saw your collection, it surprised me a hell out of me. <laughs> it's not like, oh, shoot, no. It's like, oh, wow, wow. It's my first time to see a person back then to see you're really into your collection. Like, you right. love your collection. And I would see that from a video. Someone interviewed and they have, like, the whole Star Wars collection. Like, it's a museum. Mm-hmm. It's not like that right now. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet, but it's going through, but no. But it was your first time seeing a collection like that like in person. Like a person. collector. Yes, like in person. So, it's nice when... You saw me that day. I was like, wow. Like, ooh, ooh. I'm like, yeah. oh, what is this? It brings me to a smile because I wanted to collect this stuff back then. But I couldn't because I don't have, like, a supporting system. Right. Or money to do so. And to see you collecting it is like, wow. And it inspired me. No joke, okay? Mm-hmm. It's not just me saying I'm your wife. But it was, honestly, it was awesome. It's still awesome, as it is. <laughs> Are you sure? Because sometimes I feel like <laughs> it may be too much at times. Because <sighs> I'll say, when we moved to this new place, from the one bedroom to now this two bedroom mm-hmm. that we're in, that's why I hate moving. It's because you have to take stock of everything you have. And it's harder to move because every year you buy more stuff and it 
nothing really leaves. Right. And so just the process of like cleaning up for our New Year's party or <laughs> or redoing the office. Right. I get frustrated because I'm like, man, I know I have a lot of cool stuff. Right. But I have a lot of stuff. Right. And I don't want it to be frustrating to you because I know that there's a lot of married couples out there that go through this type of mm-hmm. stuff where the husband collects right. all this stuff and there's animosity from the wife's side or, right. you know, the partner's side. I know I always say like, oh, you need to clean stuff. And then whenever you buy, I will give you like an eye like, oh, like. <laughs> yeah, like, oh no, there's more. Yeah. But like I always tell to your friends or to even my friends, if you're happy collecting, I'm very happy for you to do it. Mm-hmm. Because I'd rather you to collect toys than go to drugs or whatever, smoking. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I mean, I'd rather you, I know you're not doing that, but I'd right. rather you to do collecting toys. And then, like I said, from the beginning, it <laughs> whatever makes you happy, it makes me happy. Okay? But just sometimes. <laughs> but you need to just, right. you know, now we're husband and wife. We just need to know our stuff. Exactly. You know, our expenses. But I'm collecting more papers now because <laughs> of my scrapbooking. I'm collecting my Harleys and my stuff. Right. So now... When you buy something, I always say, I have to buy something, too, (laughs) to make me feel happy, too. (laughs) So it's just like give and take. But kidding aside, whatever makes you happy, honey. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, what would make me happy is actually paring down the collection and selling a bit. And I think Bandai and Power Rangers is making that very easy for me to stop collecting (laughs) lately just because I'm not liking some of the new products that are coming out and I don't feel the need to spend money on it. Oh, yeah, I know. Which you show it to me. Right. And, yeah, you see all my frustrations with it and you listen to the podcast so you know what we talk about. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, even this year, I know it's the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers Yeah, there's stuff I'm going to collect, like Mm -hmm. I'm going to get the visual history book and some of the more maybe prestigious items, but the toy line for the show, I'm only collecting the figures. I'm not interested in the new Sentai coming out, Pato Ranger versus Lupin Ranger. I don't like the toys. There's only a couple more things I need for Q Ranger, and then I'll be done with that collection. So I feel like things are slowing down for me, and... Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not getting any younger, and I kind of feel like my dad in a way, where I just need to, like, take stock and maybe sell a few things that I don't need or Mm -hmm. really focus the collection. So, Mm -hmm. I think 2018 will be a big year of change for me (laughs) on that. And if we're in this place another year, you know, when our lease renews, Mm -hmm. which I hope, but we're getting our office set up. and. And I've even floated the idea to you, and I've talked a little bit about it on the show, but, mm. you know, we want to start our own podcast and right. this year, and maybe that'll be in a bit, but this is kind of like a test, maybe. Yeah, because now we go to the movies, or we just, whenever we go to go outside, we talked about stuff. And it's like, when we go to the movies, and then after that, we need to review the movie. Right. Yeah, and then... 
for me, I'm a procrastinator a little bit. <laughs> Maybe not a little bit, but <laughs> but I wanted to express my feelings about mm-hmm. the movies and stuff, or not just a movie, just everyday life, my pet peeves or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like that idea when you said that to me, and, and we're gonna do it. Hopefully, we're gonna do it. Yay! Yay! We won't reveal the name or anything yet until uh, it's closer to happening, but yes. uh, <laughs> we, we definitely have some plans for it. It's going to be yes. <laughs> so there's actually a few questions here. Mm-hmm. Joshua Aaron Moore at Kentucky Jam, he asked, will you be going into how you guys met? Uh, my questions are close to that for Eric. How did you deal with any reservations, if any, that you had about your fandom? You didn't have any reservations. <laughs> no, I really didn't, because when we started going out, coming out of my 20s and into my 30s, I was very comfortable with who I was and what my passions were and what my hobbies were. Mm -hmm. So to me, dating and all that stuff, I had no reservations. Mm -hmm. It was like you either like me for who I am or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I went into any relationship like that. It's Mm -hmm. like, look, I'm very open about my collection Mm -hmm. Um, in my last apartment. I mean, it was all over the place just because I didn't have a lot of room, but it was displayed everywhere. And here in our new place, it's a little bit more focused to one area, Mm -hmm. uh, which I know you like. Uh, Uh, (laughs) I even suggested you can decorate here in the living room. And you said, no, no, I will decorate it in the office. So... Well, I just, I wanted to keep it focused because it's hard when there's like a lot of stuff around. Mm -hmm. But no, I have no reservations about my fandom. And and that's the thing. We're married now. There's Mm -hmm. no turning back. And, (laughs) but but no, but, but no, it's like you love me for the person that I am, not for the fandoms that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. And while it's nice to be, with someone that shares the same interests as you, mm-hmm. you can't let that define the relationship. Right. And I don't think it does for us. We're two nerdy people that just happen to enjoy a lot of the same things. Right. And you show me new stuff, like when we watched all of My Hero Academia. In fact, and I, I've said this before, but you got me back into anime. Oh. Because... Yeah, because I was into anime all through the early 2000s, and then I just kind of fell out of it for a bit, Mm. and then I just didn't think that there was a lot of good stuff out Mm. there. Well, there's a lot of good stuff out there now. There's a lot. You haven't seen the stuff that I wanted to show you, but... Well, we're getting there. Like, My Hero Academia, Blue Exorcist, which I really like, Mm. Seven Deadly Sins, like, that was awesome. Yes. And we we both really enjoyed that. So, yeah. Josh wanted to know if you were intimidated in any way by my passion for Power Rangers and my fandoms. Yes and no. Yes, because you have that big thing. (laughs) What big thing? That statue, red statue. Oh, the red Power Ranger? (laughs) When we were at the old (laughs) apartment, it scares me all the time. 
Well, yeah, because you'd go to the kitchen and be and like, right there, like, here I am. Like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you have a lot. Right. Oh, I know it's yeah. a lot. So, no, because it tells me that I can be myself. Mm-hmm. Because relationships and stuff like from the past, it's like I can't tell them, oh, I love anime. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go to the anime convention that I see on the TV or to the video, YouTube. I can't tell them like, oh, I love this anime. Do you, mm-hmm. you want to watch it? You know? So when I met you, you're like, oh, I love anime. I love Power Rangers. I'm like, Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're a graphic designer. I'm like, oh my gosh, those are the things that I love too. So when I met you, it's not intimidating as such because when we communicated on the first day, yeah, we were like, oh, I love this anime. Oh, that anime. Yeah, we, so, we, we had an instant connection yeah. because of what our interests were. Right. The only thing I thought you'd be intimidated by was the size of the collection. Yes. Because that can be intimidating for any relationship going mm-hmm. in. When someone has that much of a passion or obsession for any type of major collection, right. you know, Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever. Mm. I know for some people that can be like a, whoa, is this guy crazy or what? Yeah, like, why is he still collecting his an adult or, you know, right, right. his kids? And, and there's a lot of those stigmas that still float around, right. but now it's cool to be a nerd. But that's the thing. There's some of us as nerds where it took 20 years to be accepted like this. Right. At this level, where it's it's cool to be a nerd, and right. people just have really nerdy passions, and right. as Marvel and all this stuff enters the mainstream, and Ooh, Marvel too, yes, I love the fandom. Yeah, we, we we also are big Marvel. Uh, <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Uh, so yeah, I think for anyone out there, just some advice: just be yourself. Enjoy what you love, and there will be people that can appreciate your passion for something. If you're passionate about something, it means that you can commit to something. It means that you can fully devote yourself to something like a relationship because you can nurture a collection, you can build it up, you can improve it, and... That's just kind of like another life lesson, I guess. And also to add that, when you're advising, I just thought of don't just exaggerate, though. Because if you just met someone, Mm -hmm. you didn't... Okay, there's a good thing about you is you didn't exaggerate your fandom too much to me. What do you mean by exaggerate your fandom? Like, if you met a girl, don't scare her away. That's what I meant. I meant by, oh, you want this? You want to watch this? Let's just talk about my family. Right. You know, you have to listen to your girl or to right. your p- partner. And then you kind of like segue it right. to her or to him. That's what I like about you. That I know you're big into Power Rangers and stuff, but you do sometimes when like, go, oh, let's watch. <laughs> What was it? The SPD. SPD and then the other one. Mr. Force. Yes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I, I want to watch it with you, but I, know, like, I don't want to push on you. That's the thing. Exactly. Even though I really want to watch it and finish it. <laughs> I mean, if you just met a person. Well, yeah. Yeah. Don't exaggerate. Because but, but, you know, this is our four years into it. You yes, know, it's yes. like. 
No, I, mean, I, I can tease yeah. you about it. I can yeah. be like, all right, we haven't watched us PD. Let's do yeah. that. I meant, but my, yeah, not like, not like first date type of stuff, or like right. first month, because a lot of my experience was like exaggeration is so bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it like gets it's away. it's too much too soon. Yeah, too yeah. quickly. Yeah, that's my only advice. <laughs> So, Mir at Nightmare 10 asked, I don't think being a PR fan is anything to hide, but it's also not something to bring up out of the blue either. How was it introduced in your relationship? Was it already known because of social media, or did it come up in a discussion of hobbies? A little bit of both. Right. We discuss about our hobbies. We discussed it more personally, and then social media. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, you like followed me like the next day after yeah. our meeting. Yeah. So, yeah. I already know that you're a Star Trek fan. Right. And I think I did ask you about why is it Trekkie B47? Right. And then I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's exactly what it was introduced to our relationship. It was just, yeah, a mix of both yeah. social media and just talking about our interests and our hobbies and right. stuff. And yeah. It was pretty clear from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You knew what you were getting into. Mm -hmm. So there was nothing to hide. Yeah. And not that I would hide it either. Yeah. And I just thought. I actually love this nerd. Oh, oh that's why I married you. No, <laughs> I, heart you. <laughs> <laughs> I heart you. I heart you too. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, you're all sappy on the podcast. <laughs> John at the Ageless John asks. I think we kind of answer this. Just your first reaction to seeing mm. my huge toy collection and the mannequin with the suit, which scared you in the middle of the night. Like, because like, it was the, right to the kitchen or, right. or the bathroom. I go to the bathroom or when I go, well, when we were at that apartment, you always the first one who gets home. Right. But even if I get home, I will be like, whoa. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, who's standing there, you know? Yeah. So... Now that he's still in the garage. He's in the garage now. <laughs> it still scares me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that his ass is, like, facing out when no. you open the garage door. Like, when I take out the garbage, and it will be like, whoa. I'm like, oh, this is just a mannequin. You, you know, it scared me one time going <laughs> oh, to the garage, see? too. Oh, oh, I, like, I opened the door, and I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> Because it's, I mean, it's a human figure. And it's... You're like, hey! hey. I'm all might now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> all might. But yeah, we kind of answered that. Tommy Brevar Jr. at Kid Flash DBN, he asked, How do you deal with my Power Rangers collection? And what does she collect? And, mm -hmm. and we, we kind of answer yeah. that too. But how do you deal with it? It comes with the territory. It comes with me. So you ha yeah. you have to deal with it. I have to. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's part of who I am. Yeah. Like, oh, gosh. You know? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? It's part of you. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> How do I deal with it? Not to step on it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, d don't step on my crap. Like, literally, like when we were... <laughs> When we were moving, moving yeah. or when we were just cleaning, I had to tiptoe sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's how I deal with it. Not to make you mad about it. <laughs> if I step just, on... Just well, don't break my <laughs> Whenever you hear me like, whoops, you're like, what? 
Like, <laughs> I don't do that all the time. Yeah, you what? do. Like, why did you stab on? <laughs> I, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what do I collect? Harlequin, pop. Oh, I'm into pop. <laughs> yeah, we both got into pops yeah. in a big way. They're so cute. Harlequin, sadness. From Inside Out. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say In and Out. <laughs> from Inside Out. Yeah, you collect sadness from Inside yeah. Out. Overwatch. Diva. Mm-hmm. But mostly Harley Quinn. Yeah. The bombshells. Which bombshells, the regular pops, right. all that stuff. Pens. Oh, my gosh. You do collect a lot of pens. I do. Even, like, the standard pens, but... Whenever we go to the Mitsuwa location. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese marketplace. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When I was still single, I go to online stores and will say, oh, Japanese online store or Korean mm-hmm. online store. Even in eBay, I will search Korean <laughs> pen or gel pens or whatever. So or I'm, pineapple pen. Or pineapple pen. So <laughs> I'm into pens, stationery. I think I'm going to start collecting erasers, the cool ones. What? They're cute. Oh, like, like the the, sha- the shaped ones? Yes, like sushi. Or the little fruit. Or- but that Mitsuwa, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Oh, Anyways. boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I collect books. Yes, you mentioned that. The only thing that I am very reserved about collecting books right now is because of the space. Right. But... Like, well, once we get a house, um, right. we'll have like but a But I'm starting to, like I said, on my social media, on Twitter, at TechG17. <laughs> plug. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. I need to read more books. So those are my collections. Okay, cool. And tea. Tea bags. <laughs> well, you drink the tea. You don't collect tea. I collect tea bags and drink it. <laughs> It's not really a collection, but a <laughs> food. Uh, Sentai Five Ultra Instinct at Sentai Five asks, "What is something from my collection that you enjoy?" Looking at it, it's your Q Rangers, the Q, the Q Thomas. Yes, you really like those. I do actually. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, even <laughs> even if I joke when you bought them, you know, I got a new one today, right? Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, it was in the mailbox oh. today. It's my most expensive Qtama. What? Not even your Christmas to yourself? No, it wasn't. God, it wasn't that much. That's not expensive? So that's the small thing that you receive right now is the expensive one? No, I'm saying it's my most expensive single Qtama that mm. I bought. It was like 60 bucks because it was rare. Wow. They only gave it away as a prize. Oh, and then someone sell it? Yeah. But when it first came out, that was going for like 200 bucks. Whoa. So it only recently went down. And my eBay seller, who I got it from, he sent me a better version of it. Because the one I bought didn't have the promotional box. So I opened it up today. It had the promo box, Mm. which he's selling for a lot more. So I think he sent me the wrong version, Ooh. but better because it came with the box. Uh, so I don't know what that's about, but yeah. Um, so you really like the Q-Tama? I do. Okay, cool. I do. Because yeah, they look cool. Yeah, because that's I, why I collect them. Yeah, <laughs> because I know that Sentai version that you showed me, I know I haven't watched it, but it's cool to have 10 Rangers 
correct me if I'm wrong, ten rangers in what like first episode or like Well this? they they had like eight or nine the first episode, right. yeah. Like yeah. the original ones are like five or something. Right, one, right. Two. So to start out with that many yeah. at once was it's, a pretty cool concept. And I like how the costumes were and then their kutamas are like the consolations yeah. and yeah, it's it's really cool. That's what got me into it. Right. Kyle at Deadpool underscore Ranger asks have you gone into his collection and moved things around <laughs> or into different positions to see if he notices? <laughs> My wife has done this to me, so I'm curious if all wives do this or just mine. And why are you laughing like you've done this before? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can't do it. What do you mean you can't do it? Like, because if I, like, there's a sound, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I don't have, like, super human hearing. <laughs> Are you saying because I uh, because it's my collection, I do? Yes. <laughs> There's no... Well, maybe I move things just to not to step on it. <laughs> <laughs> God, you make it sound like it's everywhere. The or, living room is free now. I know. <laughs> Before it wasn't free. I'm referring this to the old apartment. We don't have space. Maybe just to move it, like, to have cooking space. Or okay, like it wasn't that bad in the kitchen. You just mean the side table. Yes. Okay. I don't want people to think that I had it, like, in the kitchen and toys in the kitchen and all this crap. Or stovetop or something. No, it was never that bad. Never. No, no. I mean, just minor stuff. But it's yeah. not, like, just to move. Okay. I haven't done it. If I did it, I'll let you know. I'll be like, oh, I did something wrong. Like, you know, jokingly aside. Sure. You'll be like, I'll just, what? Yeah, I just want to see your expression, but I've never done it. Yet. Okay. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Finally, Edward Sanchez at Edward is the man. He asked, what is your favorite Power Rangers season? Oh, shoot. <laughs> You're like, I haven't watched any. Hey, I watched the Diner Charge, the two seasons of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 Well, actually, Diner Charge, because... Because that's the only full season that you've watched. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. But but Diner Charge was good. The first season. The first first part of it. The second was like... I know. Well, are you excited that... Sledge is coming back to Super Ninja Steel? I want my Sandra to come back. I hope she is for your sake. Yeah. I hope she's there. But my hopes are not so high. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's the 25th (laughs) anniversary, so anything's possible. But I was just going to say, let's just rephrase the question. I'm excited to know if they're doing the Q-Ranger version of... American version. Yeah. Because that, I will watch it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's revealed at Paramorphicon in August. Because oh. it would be really cool to see those suits. No one asked me if I'm going to Power Morphicon. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know if we're even going to go to it. <laughs> I No, I don't know. Because money's tight this year. But I know. We'll, but... we'll see. We'll try to make it. I want to. And I want you to go, too. And it's the 25th anniversary. I know. He always asked me to go. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll just leave it at that. I think it's about time to wrap things up. Yeah. yeah sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for joining me on the podcast mm-hmm. today. No problem. It's just a, a little test for our future podcast <laughs> endeavors. 
So thank you again. And Mm -hmm. if people wanted to follow you on Twitter, where would they find you? At Tet, T-H-E-T-G-1-7. All right. You can follow me on Instagram too. The same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll have all those links in the show notes. Awesome. So, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, on Facebook and Instagram at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. You can also support us on Patreon at rangercommandph. And... Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff coming up this month. We still have two episodes going on this month, including our fourth anniversary special. Oh, cool. So our fourth anniversary is coming up in a week or so. You know the PH? Sometimes when you say Ranger Command PH, it thinks of Philippines. (laughs) (laughs) Ranger Command Philippines. Yeah, because PH is a short I know. For Philippines, so I'm like, oh, destiny. <laughs> corny. It's corny, yeah. yeah. All right, so. <laughs> let's go to sleep. Yeah, let's go to sleep. We gotta hit the hay, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Cheers. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www. Dot rangercommand.com Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month, and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 